Vancouver in the blazing sun on the 9th of February, 61. And from the 10th of February through to May, it rained and poured all night and day. The more they tried to keep me down. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Vancouver Places. We are looking live now. We're floating. Are we flo- We're not floating right now, are we? The tide has gone out. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I am Mike. We've got Dave and Graham, who are authors of 111 Places in Whistler in Vancouver that you must not miss. It's been a while since we've been together, yeah. guys. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing yeah, good. Doing well. Yeah. Into March, the Ides of March. We are. Yeah, yeah we are yeah, on the first yeah. day. Of March, March 2023. Yeah. Just to kind of, you know, like just put a date stamp on it. <laughs> We're really date stamping this month. <laughs> yeah. But it has been a while since we've been together to record, uh, which has been good. So, what are we going to talk about today? Are we going to go Whistler, Vancouver? What are we thinking? Who's leading the charge? We're, we're doing Whistler and we're doing the uh, Parkhurst Ghost Town. Yep. This is uh, what chapter is it, Graham? Chapter 68, Dave. This is from a book that uh, Graham and I released uh, last summer, I guess 111 Places in Whistler that you must not miss. Yep. And um, you you wrote this one, and it's it, I I I've been going to Whistler, and you you were a tour guide at Whistler, Mike. I did. Yeah, I, yeah, I lived in Whistler. And you lived in Whistler, and I've been going to Whistler since I was fourteen. I was and Graham discovered this ghost town that is just really cool, and uh, wrote a wonderful chapter on it. So so go ahead, Graham. You, you tell us what it's yeah, all about. When well, I think of Whistler, I do not think of a ghost town. That's for sure. Well, it's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> Oh! A, this is a throwback to Wolfman and Jack, isn't it? <laughs> Look out, kids! Okay, I won't do any more. Just one more time and I'll stop. Okay. Look out, kids! A ghost town! Scary. <laughs> you have to whistle it. <laughs> I promise not to do it ever okay. again. Okay, go so ahead. Well, in fairness, in, in fairness, it, it's not really in Whistler. It's, a, it's in Parkhurst. Which is just, uh, it's a little bit past Whistler, but, but not far. How, when, you well, say, uh, when you say past Whistler, like Let me just uh, skip ahead to the uh, exciting getting there part <laughs> of, of the chapter. <laughs> every, chap- region. every chapter in the book has to have this bit that's called getting there. And, okay. and Dave and I really enjoy <laughs> writing this part. But from Whistler Village, drive 11 kilometers, or 6.8 miles. North or south. If, if you prefer miles. North, on the Sea to Sky Highway, past Green Lake, and exit right on the gravel pit road. I'm not going to go further th- than, th- than that. A but Green that gives Lake you a, area. Yeah. So you yeah, go, yeah, okay. You go out of Whistler, Whistler. There's a ghost town. North yeah, Whistler, yeah. past Green Lake, turn right, and then it's kind of in, in there. And so the story goes. Actually, it's kind of interesting because it, it um, precedes Whistler, really. Okay. So it was uh, 1926. Oh, wow. Old Widow Parkhurst owned the property. What was it? Widow Parker. Widow Parker. It's in the middle name? of nowhere. Okay. Like it's yeah. She was a widow. Was she was a widow. I don't know what her first name is or yeah. what her husband is. She was just referred oh, to her name. as she Widow liter- Parker. Oh, okay. I like Widow Twanky or whatever. Yeah. Widow Parker. Yeah, yeah. Sold this patch of land to the Barr brothers. So there was Ross, William, and Malcolm Barr. The and they were loggers. And they thought, you know, this is a pretty good piece of property. Lots of trees on it. We can put up a mill here. So they started to do that. They started to put up a mill. Uh, and they ran a lumber company there uh, until 1932. And they sold it to uh, a couple guys called B.C. Keeley and Byron Smith. And uh, they were, uh, they called it the uh, Northern Mills. And they started doing uh, lumber business there in the uh, early 30s. And uh, one of the Barr brothers stayed on to manage the mill along with another uh, guy called Dennis DeBeck. Does that name ring a bell to you? It does not. 
Dennis DeBeck. DeBeck's Hill? Do you know where DeBeck's Hill? No. Do you know what's on DeBeck's Hill? No. The old Steam Donkey. Oh, yeah. Oh, another one of your chapters, the Steam Donkey. If I have to do my old Wool Count Floyd. Steam yeah. Donkey. Yeah. So, so we, we talked in an earlier episode about the old Steam Donkey. Yeah, yeah. which is a which is, uh, a, which is a forestry piece of a forestry equipment left on a trail in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And now this is Parker's Ghost Town in yeah. the middle of nowhere. Yeah. 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 But So the old Steam so Donkey connected. is on DeBeck's Hill. DeBeck, earlier, before he got owning that hill, started his lumbering business out here at Parkhurst. So okay. He was one of the, the mill managers out there in the 30s. Um, and at one point, they had up to 70 loggers there. So this was a really in Parkhurst. A big concern. Is that a lot of loggers at the time? Well, it sounds like a lot to me. I don't know. When you go there... Remember, the road, the CSI Highway doesn't exist. No. Uh, it's true. The, yeah. train, the train line doesn't exist. Uh, yeah. Nothing. So Nothing you're, exists. You're bushwhacking so to get up there. Yeah. So this is 70 people... Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So that kind of makes it uh, big. Um, But it was big enough that they built a schoolhouse, and they had a little store. They had the families live there uh, while while they worked there as well. Uh, Then the Great Depression came along, and there was a fire. And 1938, it was kind of ruined. There was not not much there. Um, And then you'll like this part, because... In the late 60s, early 1970s, there's really no one there except transient hippies. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like, I bet you there yeah. was. Hippies. Yeah, like they, they just moved, they moved in and took over. Probably, yeah. yeah. Hippies. The hippies were there. They, were, like, wait, they were probably unshaven. Yep. They, they probably had an odor. Mm-hmm. And many of the women did not shave their armpits. Nope. No. Beatniks. Yeah. Beatniks, beatniks were also there. Yeah. yeah. Hippies, beatniks. And they took over. They're not so paying. They're squatters. And, and, this and is the 60s? Is this the prime hippie time? buildings. There's old buildings. Early 70s? There's old buildings. There's structures. There was, you know, evidence of uh, a sawmill that was up there. Yeah. Yeah. And so the hippies just took over in the 60s. Yeah. And then also, like, uh, if you were a, a young American and you didn't want to go and to the Vietnam draft, draft War and you're thinking where would be a cool place to go. You end up going to Canada and Parkhurst. you end up... Whistler has not been developed as a ski hill. And no. this is just the middle of nowhere. You just go up there and they it's got... It's a weird you know, thing to think about that area just and not holes. being built up. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you can have a, like a little... Uh, what do you call it? A commune? Yeah. Something? What do you call it? Yeah. One of them communes, <laughs> I tell you. Commune as in com as in communist. Um, yeah. And so now it's just, it, 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 it's kind of uh, faded uh, away since there, but uh, Dave, uh, we went up there. We, we went we, up we, there. We, we, it's actually kind of a fun hike. I always find, Graham, that if, if you have a reason to, like there's a million hikes in right. Whistler that are great, but if you have a reason to go somewhere to see something, then you see it and come back. It's more satisfying than just yeah. hiking in a, uh, yeah. you know. And and this, I, I will say one thing. It, to be perfectly honest with you, it's a little to call it the ghost town. It's a little bit underwhelming. Yeah, there's a little bit of it's, marketing it's interesting. in that. Right? <laughs> yeah, it, it's interesting. There there are remnants of something that was there. But when I think of ghost town, I think of Ooh, the general. Kids. St- no, I, don't, I don't think of that. You think of Count no, Floyd? No, no. <laughs> if you like, I mean, uh, you know, we write this book together. It's great, and it's a wonderful place to visit. Don't get me wrong. But there's not remnants of a town. There's a couple of buildings up there. Yeah, there's a couple of buildings. It's been picked over. It's an old car. There's Maybe a it's a couple of, of coal cars. Is there a couple hippies of old there cars? Now, no, hippies. no hippies. No well, hippies. Just us. We saw somebody make, doing a macrame uh, hanging. That I'm not sure. It might have been a hippie yeah. with a beard. No, I'm just kidding. Um, there's old cans. There's old, old cans of beans. There's a couple of old cars. There's some farm implements. There's one or two buildings. It's worth yeah. going to. I'm yeah. not saying it's not worth going to, but it's not like you know the set of a Western movie where you see yeah. the main town and yeah. there's all this. There's no tumbleweed blowing no, down. No, there's no tumbleweed blowing down. It's it's a cool thing to do. It's a cool hike, and when you get there, you'll see the remnants of this 
Parker's sawmill, and, and the book talks about yeah. what it was. Yeah. And then I'm not sh- I'm not sure if that's your picture or, or mine, but it's a it's a fantastic picture <laughs> of a ghost. Um, it's, it's National Geographic, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely that we have it in the book. But you can see there there, the Mike. Answer, there's some you can imagine hippies living in there. Well, there's I hundred percent could imagine <laughs> hippies living in that place. Actually. I think the graffiti on it is is kind of neat. Yeah. Um, so some people would take a dim view of that and think that these places you know should be left alone. But they, I mean. Uh, it fits. It's kind of interesting. Yeah. So, so what I'm saying is people have gone there and they've taken their cans of spray paint. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they've got to be determined because, yeah. you know, it, what, how long did it take us to get there? A half an hour. Half hour or something. So yeah. You've got to gotta, you gotta drive places. up past Green Lake and turn yeah. right and make your way through there. And then, it's and then not, you hike for half an hour. It's not well marked. No. Uh, it's not a big tourist destination. So like you're other not really I sure that you're going in no, the right direction. And other than our book, you're not you're not going to find this in Fedora's Lonely Planet or the New York Times in terms of 36 hours in Whistler. This is like really, yeah. huh? Yeah. And then yeah. you get there, and it's kind of neat. Like someone lived here. It was an operation. Graham describes the history, uh, and it's, it's definitely worth the hike. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that that's that's basically the story <laughs> of the Parker's Ghost Town. That's Ooh. interesting. Well, yeah, because like you're saying, I've never heard of that in the amount oh, of time. Tin, tin roof like. on that thing? Yeah, I mean, anybody yeah. that goes to Whistler, um, you know, is uh, if you go if you go in the summer, spring, or fall, something to do. If you're going up there to go skiing, yeah, you're no. not going to take a day off to yeah, go, yeah, to go, to check go snowshoeing the Parker's Ghost Town. Yeah. But if you go up there all the time, you might think, hey, let's go check that out. And, and you know, it's kind of neat because as you come upon it, slowly you notice more and more things. You see an old an old gas tank, and then you see, you know, the transmission of a car, and then... 300 yards later, you see part of a house, and it, yeah. it, it becomes more and more prominent. Then you see okay. a couple of buildings. So it's, like, you know, yeah. so you, you it's like a slow build. A slow yeah. build yeah. Yeah. Uh, to the, the the apex, which is this old old hut that's just kind of dilapidated <laughs> and falling over. You can't even say that without yeah. breaking up. Yeah. Um, it's cool. It's cool. Parker's Ghost Town. I'm just impressed that there's stuff around like way before Whistler was even oh, like way the semblance before. of like. Cause Myrtle like, Phillips might not even been born, huh? Oh, yeah. Myrtle. You know? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, or yeah little Myrtle yeah, Phillips was yeah. a little girl. I mean. Yeah, yeah, she would have been, but yeah, they, and they, they would have been uh, several miles apart. Like she's at uh, the Rainbow Lodge, yeah, and the, the Rainbow Lodge would have been fifteen miles yeah. to the south, and uh, but fifteen miles hiking through the woods and past yeah, it, around a, a lake. That, that didn't happen. I don't know if you'd you'd find each other. Yeah. You know, it's a worthwhile hike. It, it, it really is. You're looking for something you're in then the spring, summer, fall, and you want to go for a half-hour hike and see something cool. You go up there, take your camera, and then as you get closer, hey, we're here. And you look around, and you go, oh, this was a this was a, law, a sawmill in the 1920s and 30s, and, and now there's a little bit of it left. And you know what, Graham? I bet 30, 40 years from now, the, the Mother Nature or, or people will knock it over, and there won't be anything left. I mean, it's not as though the yeah. go- not as though it's a historic site, and the government of Canada well, has declared knows? heritage like at some sites. Point they might. I mean, they, better do it, they better do it quickly because it, it's dilapidated it's pretty it's quick. I think it's kind of, uh, kind of cool. Like we talked about the old steam donkey. Uh, you you know, mean I, you mean the what? The old steam donkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, which is just kind of abandoned because nobody could be bothered to move it. Just too heavy. It's, it's too, too heavy. Yeah, it's too you know, just this le- thing just is made out of wood. So you know? it, and it's kind of the same thing with this little town. You know, it's just like, yeah, we're done. You know, forget it. Go. You know, just it's just it's just left behind. But you know, at you know, in some places they actually say, "Oh, wow! Look, you know, this old piece of uh, farm equipment, or this old piece of lumber equipment, or this old house—it's a century old. Let's let's remove it from here and put it in a museum, or something." I don't know that they'll ever do. I think you're probably right. They'll probably just let nature have its way, and these things will 
disappear, decay, and, no, and fall I, I apart. Think the but hippies are going to move back. Hippies are move back. Well. With the cat's the, out of the, the bag now. Whistler is an expensive the, place to live. I was going to say, where yeah. our, <laughs> our earlier conversation, our pre-recording conversation about the cost of real estate. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, you can know? either rent, rent a place for 3000 bucks a month or move into the or Parker's Ghost Town for free. Oh, yeah. That sounds not so bad. Not so. such a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right? Okay, yeah. So you know where I'm going to ask. Yeah, I've it's been your dreading, I've been it's dreading your favorite it. part. Uh, so you're going to ask me what my final thought is. Yeah. Um... My final thought is, you know, actually a piece of advice. One thing I did when we were going up there, I, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I, I downloaded a uh, app um, that tracks your location yeah. uh, onto the terrain. It's, it's a hiking app. Okay. I had a greater sense of confidence wandering through the woods oh, trying to find... Oh, did it lead you to where you needed yeah. to go? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that sounds you know, like a good call. And it tells you, like, the elevation and the distance and your exact location and everything. Mm -hmm. Because it's not a marked trail. Actually, oh, okay. it was marked, but with little bits of uh, oh, like orange tape yeah. that somebody had wrapped around, you know, Twigs. There, I think there's a sense of accomplishment so, when you find it because it, yeah. it's not hard to find, but it's not easy. You got you no. got to go. You could purpose. get lost, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So uh, my tip be would aware. be: make sure you got some thing with you that helps yeah. you find out exactly where you are be in case you aware. get spun around and lost. But you know, have, have your cell phone and yeah, yeah, be ready. Yeah, have yeah. a have a poncho or something. Don't be an idiot. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't be an idiot. lost. <laughs> don't turn into a ghost. Yeah. Oh, oh, I promise not to do that again. Sorry. So don't be an idiot. Okay. Don't, don't okay. be an idiot is my final thought. Yeah. No, um, my final thought. Are you finished, Graham? Yep. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, it would oh, be yeah. that, um, you know, I mean, in the seventies or eighties, living in British Columbia, that was forestry has been such an important industry here. But it doesn't. I just don't get the feeling that people think it's as important as it used to be. Like, I mean, mm. it, it was That's really true. the backbone of our economy. Yeah. That and mining and fishing. Yeah. And now Vancouver, British Columbia, you know, it's Lululemon and Aritzia and it's high tech companies. But you know, forestry. And our book, you know, you talk about, we make fun of the steam donkey, but that's a forestry piece of equipment that's been abandoned near Whistler. And then there's the interpretive forest up at Whistler, you right. know, where you go to learn. So forestry and Whistler have been really gone hand in hand. And a lot of that area was, was developed because of forestry. And a lot of the yeah. trails for the mountain and... Um, was it Se what was the guy's name? Seppo and all yeah, those Seppo guys. Yeah, you know, Mackinnon. They would have been really involved in forestry and clear clearing yeah. out, clear cutting, and then making room for skiing. Yeah. And you just kind of uh, tend to forget just how how the British Columbia economy was built on forestry. And back in the 1920s, I mean, boy, they would have really had a boom. Seventy people to live there and run a sawmill yeah. and to keep it going. It's an important part of our history. You know, it's easy to make fun of it or or kind of dispense with it or dismiss it, but it. Um, you know, for our forefathers in the 1920s and 30s, it was an important industry. Yeah. Anyways, I hate to get serious. I'd rather go, oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good point, though. It's like, yeah, like, I never think of logging in Whistler at this point. It just seems so far It seems removed, so... Right? It's it like seems, Disneyland, and then you're well, like, wait, they logged here? What so politically about? incorrect to talk about, hey, I got a great idea. Let's just log that. I yeah, mean, can yeah, you imagine? Yeah. Log, let, let's log the har below the Harmony chair, you know, and not forget it. People would lose their minds. People would lose their minds, yeah. yeah. that's true. The birds, yeah. where would the birds live? The, where would the birds live, yeah. 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 What so the hippies? <laughs> So I have two final thoughts. Green Lake, Holy big fan smokes. of Green. I know two, two, two of them. So hippie, big fan, hippie, of, hippie, hippie, hippie. <laughs> big fan of Green Lake. I yeah. definitely support people going out. There's a good uh, golf course there. They got a really beautiful um, uh, patio. You can watch the planes land on there. Yeah, it's a really yeah, good spot. Yeah, uh, and it, yeah, it is green. It's a beautiful spot to go and just check out, especially if you can want to get out of like Whistler a little bit. And then 
as you guys were talking about the hippies, I do want to give a shout out to the Vancouver Folk Fest. Right. I know they're in dire straits. Apparently, there's conversations. You, going have you on. volunteered there? Yeah, I yep. worked with them for a few years. Yeah, uh, I met a really good friend. She was the programming or operation or something. So yeah, I met some great friends. I've been I was involved with them for like four or five years. They've been around for like for thirty years, four, thirty or forty, 40 years. something I've years, seen, like a long time. I've seen Ian Tyson. He's died recently. I, was, I think I saw many, you know, other other famous artists there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I saw some. Uh, I saw Bruce Coburn. Yeah, also like all, and just a beautiful spot, a place for a music festival. Oh my yeah. god, like what a place yeah. to do it. Uh, so hopefully they, uh, hopefully they kind of can pull themselves out of this and keep it going for a little while at least. So shout out to the Vancouver Folk Music Festival. Um, agree. We agree. We both agree. You know, it's a yeah. great, great event. And, and you were right. Works. You were right by there, aren't you? I lived at uh, First and Dunbar for 25 years. And yeah. And every year the parking got really lousy and um, <laughs> my neighbors would all complain and I go, give it a break. Who cares? It's once a year. You uh, know? Yeah. But 45 years, hopefully they keep it up and going and yeah, you know, keep agree. doing what they're doing. Um, but make sure you come back next week. We're going to keep telling you more places about Whistler and Vancouver that you must not miss. We will see you next time.